Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay. How's it going? It's going good. How are you today? Good. How was your morning? It was good. I'm in the book of James and I I love love the book of James. I just love it. It's such a great book. Yeah. And it's not a long one. So, I mean, you could like, it only goes up to chapter five. So. Really? I didn't even look. Yeah. You could really soak in that. Yeah. I am. I like to, like, when he directs me to a book, just go really slow. Like, I don't put stipulations like you got to read a chapter a day. Uh-huh. I just sometimes I only read a couple verses, and then I I just, I'm really trying to focus to have the Holy Spirit help me marinate on that throughout the day. On the scripture? Yeah, and not forget it. You know, I, I hate that when I read something. And you forget. I'm, and then yeah. I'm just like, what did I read? And yeah. So... I've been trying to like use different color of a highlighter of the key things I want to remember. So like when I, if I flip back to it, it's like, at, you know, I'm, I'm highlighting a different color, the things that I want to meditate on, which is like ask in faith, no doubting, you know, yeah. um, endure temptation, just like keywords, do not be deceived. Yeah. Be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Right. Um, I really like this one. Partiality judges with evil thoughts. That's why God, why Jesus has no partiality towards people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, because he used the example about someone comes to the assembly or to the church that's in fine linen and yeah, purple yeah. and robes. Do you give them the best? And then right. someone that's poor say, hey, sit in the back. Right, right. Is right. (laughs) What made you switch over to Evidence Bible? Have you been in there Um, for a week? Well, um, you go back and forth in that Bible. Well, I just I like it because I I was mine was getting so highlighted up. um, See, now's your time to go to third edition. I know, but I also don't like using a whole new Bible. I keep going back to this and see if I had any new revelations from here. Oh, yeah. And and this, the Evidence Bible is very good um, for people that are like logic thinkers. Uh-huh. But it doesn't have um, cross-verse scriptures, and I miss that part. Because sometimes if I want to go yeah. deeper, I'm like, well, where do I go from here? Yeah. It doesn't give you those other verses. Gives you some study notes, I see. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been in the Evidence Bible too much. I'll turn to it, but it's I'm definitely not in it daily. Yeah, I just made a you know, a plan to myself that if there's new books that I want to study that I'm just going to start in the new in the Evidence Bible. Oh, you are. But I have this Bible out too though, and I'm kind of looking yeah. in that too, but Yeah. I get you. It's hard to switch. Yeah. When you get used to a Bible. Uh-huh. Which is not a know. bad thing, I guess. Oh, it's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah. So what did God put on your heart today? 
Wow, so I just started to put some connections together. Ooh, I love that. Yes, and it's on the um, verses of 14 through 26 of, of chapter two, which is faith without works is dead. In the book of James. In the book of James. Mm -hmm. And I know that we did a podcast on faith quite a while back, um, and we probably pointed out some of these, but the thing that came to me, and I guess because a lot, a lot of what's been coming up in counseling is about trust. Yeah. Trust in God. And I think with him having that on my mind and heart as I was reading this, I was putting the connections that faith and trust go hand in hand. You cannot have faith without trust. Mm -hmm. And you have to you have to be able to trust the Lord. Yeah. With everything in your life. Yes. You can't just say, "Yeah, I'm going to trust him with my great job that'll never go away." Yeah. Yeah, it just really made me think because there's a lot of people that, you know, say they have faith, but when you ask them, do, do you trust? Do you 100% trust the Lord uh -huh. in all areas of your life? It's not an immediate, yes, of course. It's They, they it, ponder on that and are like, oh. Maybe not. Because do you really have trust if you still have your hands on something and you have you want the control? Is that nope. what trust is? Nope. 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 See, because then you got you got control in there too, which is you got your away. own control. Yes, exactly. And it's not the self control. What is the actual definition of trust? Let's just look that up. Well, while you're looking that up, I just keep thinking, if you can't trust God, you're not fully surrendered to Him. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. You have to have a full surrender to God, then you can trust, then you can trust God. Which goes into hand with, if you do that, then your works and your outer life will show that. Yeah, and can we just like talk about works because I just looked at my one note and as as we talk about works you know faith without works is dead people get hung up on that on that whole thing like oh well I thought you know I thought you didn't have to do things for to have a saving faith in, in Christ but then here it's saying well faith without works but I had this note in here, and I don't know if it was from our kingdom dynamics or what, but works, oh, it is. It says, faith without works is dead. A word similar to works is obedience. Mm. Yeah. So think about that. Yeah. If you're not obedient to the Lord, well, you certainly haven't surrendered. You certainly haven't trusted so you could just replace the word as you read it with obedience. Yeah, absolutely. Like faith by itself, if it does not have obedience, is dead. Yeah, because that's the one thing that the Lord, uh, He wants from us. Right. Is obedience. He wants us to 
be obedient to him. And it'll go well with us. Yeah. It's not like he wants us to be obedient because he wants to be like, you know, puffed up. And have his thumb over us. Not like, yeah, not like what we see in the world today. It's so that actually it'll go well with us. And here's what trust means. It says, firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Ooh, say that again. Firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Mm. Those are some mm. big words like firm belief mm-hmm. uh, in someone, um, their strength. You have belief in their truth, in their ability, in their strength. Yeah. So if you had firm belief in God's strength, his abilities, his character, his love, you wouldn't want to have your control on it. You wouldn't want to have your hands on it if you had the trust in him, knowing who he is. This is so simple and we make it so... I know. We make it so complicated because if we just gave full control over to the Lord... We didn't have our hands in any of it. We just listened and obeyed the truth of God's word. Wouldn't you be less stressed? Wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be less anxious, less worried when less you're like, oh, that's not, it's not up to me. It's up to the Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's not on me. It's, it's on the Lord. And you yeah. just wait obediently and patiently for him to answer. Yeah, absolutely. Like, wow, like I don't. It's like we put all this pressure on our shoulders for no reason. Especially when it comes to finances, people get really... God already knows whether you're going to be a millionaire or not. Right. Because he already knows what you're going to do with your money before you even do anything with it. Yeah. He knows how good how good of a steward of those finances that you're going to be. Mm-hmm. He already knows that. He already knows the plan. Right. So why aren't you giving up your finances to the Lord? Right. That's surrendering. Yeah. Here's a big one. Have you surrendered your kids to the Lord? Right. Do you trust God with your kids? Right. I know that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. That is a hard one. Yeah, you have yeah. to have trust. Trust. You got to be able to surrender. You got to be able to be obedient. Right. Let me just kind of read some of my notes that I, I jotted down um, because I was trying to put it in words and just kind of put everything that was in my head I was thinking. But it says here, It's impossible to have faith without works. Faith must be shown and practiced to be made perfect. To do that, you you must have works. In order to have works, you must trust God. Many people have faith but do not trust Him fully. So in order to do that, what do you do? Like how do you, in order to trust someone, you what gotta do you spend do? time with them. Yeah, you you get to know his character. 
Yeah, you spend time with him, you seek him, you study how he treats those he loves. Mm -hmm. What is his pattern? Do you include him in all your decisions? And I put, we cannot hide or be silent about our faith. We are to be doers with works. Can we just stop there? Because I think that's a huge thing about being silent with your faith. That's a good question. Are mm -hmm. you silent with your faith? Mm -hmm. Do you like go to work and share Christ with people? We share Christ with people every day. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, I, I don't want to say lucky. We're not lucky. Yeah. I mean, this is part of our job that, you know, and our calling that we get to share Jesus. Yeah. So it's easier for us to do that. Right. But what about like, you know, you men? Are you able to share your faith at work? And you know, that can look like very simple things, like not cussing. That's showing your faith. You know, that you don't, sure. you're different than the world. I remember my dad telling me this. He has a longtime friend, um, and you know, he has, a, he has a huge story, my dad does, but um, he met this guy many, many years ago, um, and the guy did rodeos. Oh. And he um, he had my dad work for him in, the ro in some rodeos, because um, my dad loves to ride horses, so he would be the guy on the horse who would try to get the bull away um, from the bull rider. Mm -hmm. Um, but he, I mean, he's, my dad's told me this, I don't know, maybe three or four times, but in all the years that he's known this man, this good friend of his, he's never heard that man say a swear word. Not one. See how that was impressing, that impressed upon him? Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause so our actions, our works, have mm -hmm. to show that we have faith, which could then lead into a question for the unbeliever to be like, well, why don't you cuss? Yeah. I've never heard you cuss. Or, because I'm being obedient to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Where you go back to the scriptures that says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Uh -huh. That means don't say anything ugly mm -hmm. in between the yes and the no. Yeah. Just let it be yes or let it be no. That's your answer. Which that's that opportunity where you're able to give glory to God instead yeah. of saying, well, I just, I just I don't. Choose not. I choose not to. Yeah. So I work really hard at not cursing. No. Um, <laughs> nope. We can't do anything good mm -mm. without the Lord. We really can't. We're born into sin, like ugliness. Yeah. And God is even the one that puts love in us to you be know, able to love. Because, I mean, let's just stretch this out just a little bit longer because we were we were even saying this in, in Bible study. Melissa even brought it up about, um, you know, those walking with the Lord. Some of us have a platform to really speak out Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's responsibility in that. Mm -hmm. No matter what stage you're on or what your job is, yeah. if you're going to call yourself a believer, yeah. and let me tell you what, I'm pointing the fingers right back at me because I've screwed up many a times. And afterwards, I'm so thankful for... Uh, 
the Holy Spirit's conviction yeah. to say, oh, that was so, that was not good. That was not good. I know. And that's like the worst feeling ever. But thank God we get that yeah. so that we get back on track. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I hate to, and I'm not going to spend any time on this, about the whole Will Smith thing with the Grammys because I don't watch the Grammy or the Oscars. Um, but dang, he was one of those people that you just thought, okay, okay, you know, he hasn't been in trouble and all these years and he had a platform, people listened to him, but man, that kind of stinks. He's human though. He's human. You never know what's going on. Maybe he's um, really trying to get have a relationship with God and now he's being attacked by the enemy. You just don't know what's happening in people's you personal don't, lives. You don't, but I love how Denzel Washington um, <clears throat> came back and said, listen, buddy. Mm -hmm. When you're on top. When you're on top, that's when the devil wants to yeah. bring you down. Mm -hmm. You know, and Denzel, he's a man of faith, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. We got to watch our P's and Q's. Right. And right. we have to really demonstrate our faith. We can't be silent. No, uh-uh. And so I think it's always good to, like, check yourself on your level of trust with the Lord. Yeah, what do you trust the Lord with? Yeah. All of your finances, all of your children, every part of your job. And it, just a simple way to start is to invite Him in every area of your life. Like, get in the habit of going to Him with everything like okay lord i, I have Especially this problem decisions. with my with my kid i don't know how to tell her you know that she's you know being defiant or mm -hmm. that when she does this it really is disrespectful to me like lord do you go to him for everything or lord we have this big purchase to make like should we what should do you we think do we should not? do because you know the future lord or is it okay that we spend this amount of money you know, and, and do this improvement or should we wait? I had I had a client uh, this week, young, young girl with a family and, you know, small nest egg, but going to, they have some land and they want to build a house on it now. Mm -hmm. And then they have all these other things in their life going on and some estate matters from someone who had died in the family and all of this and I'm and my counsel was girl you gotta you gotta pray about yeah. the big decisions you're trying to make but you need you need people you can't do this on your own mm -hmm. you need to get to the resources like an attorney to figure out some of this stuff and mm -hmm. you know a banker and all of these you got to have people mm -hmm. God made us for relationship yeah but yeah. he has to be the number one relationship right here's a big one do you trust the Lord with your emotions and feelings mm. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you trust him enough to be raw and vulnerable with him do you hold back with him like you hold back with other people yeah, 
And why are you shutting down? Mm -hmm. Why do you shut down with conflict? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just stop right there with, with the other person and, and pray about it? Yeah, why, why do you easily get offended? You know, mm -hmm. if there's something in your spirit that's starting to offend you, do you take that to the Lord and say, hey, take this away. I don't, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want a relationship to be ruined. I remember um, my mother, um, if the, you have to break some of those generational curses. Yeah. She was always in an offense. She always took offense to everything. It's a bad one. It is a bad one. What do we say? It always starts with an offense and then it grows. Oh, it grows ugly. into bitterness, resent, yeah. resentment, unforgiveness, unforgiveness, it's hatred. Sin sin. It piles oh. on sin on top of it sin. It does. It does. And that was like one of those things. And I know we've all taken offense to things. Yeah. But. Don't let it I grow think I anything. feel the ugliest when I take offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I just, I feel like, oh, that's such an ugly side. <laughs> that's yeah. such an ugly side. It doesn't. Which I think is a warning for us believers that we're supposed to feel like, ew, that didn't really feel good. But Holy Spirit's conviction. Again, you have a choice on how you're going to receive it, process it, and respond to it. But you know what? Doesn't it go back to what you said? Uh, and I don't think we were recording this, but um, it's the same old thing that we talk about. Looking at somebody's character. Yeah. And their yep. intent Especially, behind it. Yep. Especially, I say it a lot in, in like marriage counseling, like, you gotta stop and look at the character of who yeah. they are yeah. and don't judge them on this one little thing that's happening and let it fester into an argument, into a fight, into a full-blown, I'm done with you. <laughs> stop yeah. and look at the character. You gotta, it's not what you feel, mm -hmm. but what you know. So what do I know about this person? Oh, yeah. they love me, they're fighting for me, they're in this marriage, they're trying to change, they have changed, they've done A, B, C, and D. They're still here. Right. It's, wow. You, mm. got, you got to do that because. Or even relationships with in-laws, mm -hmm. you know, or other family members. I had that come up this week too. You know, someone who has a really, really hard mother Mm -hmm. and and she's married but the mother doesn't know her role and keeps you know the girl's married has her own family but the <laughs> but the mom keeps stepping in stepping in and telling her you know what she needs to do yikes yeah. the how to's and the what for's that's what she <laughs> that's what she does mm. yeah that doesn't work no doesn't and you, when you step back and you and you you have to ask yourself is it worth me getting so upset and possibly ruining this relationship is it worth it do i want to take the chance or the cost of possibly damaging this relationship and it's usually no if it's somebody that you truly love it's usually no but then you know 
I think we've talked about it many times about boundaries, having boundaries and if people keep crossing those boundaries, then that's like a yeah. whole other story, you know. This is <coughs> just small offenses, things that um, is not repeat offenses. That's when you do have to set those boundaries. Like, hey, you don't notice that you're probably doing. You don't probably don't notice you're doing this, but you're doing this, and it's mm -hmm. this is how it's affecting me. Yeah, that's where you have to. The other person has to look at be humble and look yeah. at what they're doing yeah they may not feel like it's mm -hmm. right they may see, not that's, see it. that I think it all goes back to your relationship with the Lord is it surface is it just oh that came up this week too like not sharing your emotions yes. and trusting it yeah. keeps you on a surface relationship instead of yeah. a relational relationship yeah do you want your relationships to be surface right you gotta show trust faith in people emotions and can I just feelings? say listen men it's okay to cry it's okay to cry it's okay to say dang like that really hurt or man that stung and I didn't uh, like that or yeah. that person oh it's okay I know the Lord gave us emotions and feelings. So you're using so much energy to yes. fight your emotions coming out. Yep. You're using so much more yes energy and amen, sister. to hide and suppress those than to just let it out. There is nothing more attractive I than know. number one. I didn't know how to put that in words, but there you go. Really? I'm saying it. Go girl. Ahead, I'm just spitting it. it out. More attractive um, in a man than if he truly, truly has a deep relationship with Christ, and two, he could shed a tear every now and again. Yeah. What does that tell your wife or the person or your kids? Like, what does it tell your sons? Yeah. What does it tell your sons if you, if you, as a man of the house, don't show your emotions? Uh -huh. Was it? I mean, what does it tell your daughters too? I mean, because they're affected as well, but. You know, I just think, okay, of all the, you know, of all the little boys, you know, because it's just, our society tells boys, don't cry. Mm -hmm. Well, why not? God gave you the mechanisms in your eyeballs to right. do that. He didn't make a mistake. That's right, for, and that's he gave a you reason. a heart. Jesus cried. Yeah. He was the strongest out of all you men. <laughs> Shortest shortest scripture yeah. in the bible jesus wept right so why can't you all right come on real emotions right but you're not gonna have nobody i don't think is gonna understand their emotions if they don't understand who jesus is mm -hmm. and and that he showed emotions he showed anger mm -hmm. he flipped the tables mm -hmm. he cried he felt betrayed. Right. Everything that we experience, Jesus has experienced yeah. as an example. Yeah. As an example that we need to follow. Right. Which he showed emotions. Absolutely. They're, like you but said, that's where, I mean, I just want to clarify because we said, you know, emotions don't always equal truth, which that's where you got to, you know, you got to check your emotions. Mm-hmm. 
especially when somebody else is involved, are you... Um, we're talking about like if you're sad or you're compassionate yeah, for someone, show it. Absolutely. If you have empathy and you're really feeling something or someone yeah. just died, for goodness sake, will you please cry? <laughs> it's a loss. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's feelings. Yeah. It's okay to cry. It is. It's healing. It is healing. It's healing. But we got all over the place here. Jeez Louise, wow. we sure did. Wow. Let's let's ring it back in. Ring it back in. Maybe we should just read from it the scriptures. Is your faith lacking trust? Yeah, that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you read a, a few? Okay. Let's start in verse 14. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, mm. but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what is a profit? Mm. Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Mm. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. That's right. But do you, do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his yeah. works? And by works, faith was made perfect. Mm. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Mm. And he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Mm. Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? Mm. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Yeah, that's so good. And again, like put that word obedience. Yes. Every Wherever it says works, trade it out with obedience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, like it even in verse 22, do you yeah. see that faith was working together with his obedience? And by obedience, faith was made perfect. And then it says working together. <clears throat> compare synergist and synergism from sun together and then I guess the Greek is to work hence to cooperate help collaborate co-labor <clears throat> there's a practical harmony or synergism between vertical faith in God and horizontal works to a needy world Faith is both spiritual and practical. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it can be applied. Mm -hmm. That's the practical part of it. Yeah, you have to have to have faith in someone or something. You have to have trust in someone or something. So mm -hmm. it's time to start checking yourself. Like, how much do I really trust the Lord? Yeah, trust. Just key words as we wrap up, trust and surrender, obedience. Mm -hmm. 
Ask that question of yourself. Is your faith silent? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to get it out there? Right. To share. Because if your faith is hidden or it's silent it will, and you're not working it, it will be dead. That's right. It will, it it's, will for die. No, it's for nothing. It will die. It's not yeah. growing. Yeah. It's not growing. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Well, this is uh, number 78 for us. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Pass it along, y'all. Um, we need some Share more people the listening. Mm-hmm. Isn't there something on our podcast that they could rate it? I don't know. We're not techie. Did you see something like that? I thought I did, and you're right. We are not techie. <laughs> it's but bad. I think you may be able to if you do listen to it. Um, I don't know. Look around. See if you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Share the podcast. Mm-hmm. Please. We like more people to listen. Yes. You know, we could be a little goofy sometimes. Sorry. But that's okay. That's who we are. <laughs> right. Just keeping it real. Keeping it real. <laughs> and uncomplicated. Uncomplicated. All righty. All righty. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.